Five Nights with Smash Africa. Smash Africa. Welcome to Five Nights. I'm your host, Smash Africa for the babies. You already know every Monday we have something called Trending Chatter. And uh, tonight we are picking up from last week's Trending Chat. And it was uh, around is sharing a loved one's struggles in order to help them ever okay. That was the big question. I heard from you. Now I decided to um, bring a professional into the conversation. A friend of the show, a friend of mine, I'm joined by clinical psychologist Zamombele. Zamo, good evening. Welcome to Five Nights. Long time no chat, brother. It has been way too long and I'm so glad um, you invited me back. Hey man, looking at the times we live in, it's like we probably need you every week. <laughs> <laughs> true story, true story. We are living in very, in very tricky times. Yeah, yeah, it's so tricky that like I'm like, yo, this guy's gonna charge us, man. When when <laughs> <laughs> when we look at the show in the mouth, it's like there's an invoice. Please do the right thing. But yeah. let's get into our conversation. Um, is sharing a loved one's struggle in order to help them ever okay? To you, from a professional point of view, I mean, I suppose with with you know we, we're taking a conversation which um, one of my favorite authors, Esther Peral, and I'm referring everybody to Esther Peral, who's got great books and great podcasts, has spent a lifetime trying to answer. So you you forgive me for being um, very reductionistic in how I'm going to respond to it. The first thing that I need to do is for us to think about what are we referring to when we say sharing mm. a loved one's problems and difficulties. Um, are we sharing it with them? Are we sharing it with other people? Are we sharing it between the two of us um, to, to help unburden them? Um, and then with who further? Because there might be very many times where sharing is between the two of you. So you share each other's difficulties between the two of you, mostly in conversation. And that might look different, for example, to saying, I'm going to help you share the load. So I'm going to pick up some of it and um, pick it up uh, for you. And then there's a third one, which is with whom do we share this with? And that is when I, as a professional, come in. is actually the sharing about you and I going to share it with somebody or me helping you have access to somebody who you can share it with. And that's the sharing um, that involves a third person. Mm. A, a situation that we're speaking to last week, we're like, here's a friend who's in an abusive relationship. They've come to offload and told us that they are in an abusive relationship, but they haven't taken it upon themselves to actually open or lodge a case at the police station. And now here comes Smash. Eagle's like, yo, bro, we got to go to the police station and report this. And the police like, nah, are you the victim? You're not the victim. So there's no case we're going to open here. Is that sharing um, overstepping? And where do we draw the line when it comes to supposedly getting help for our loved ones when they are going through turmoil? I think that the answer for me is very easy because I'm a professional and if somebody shares something about um, their lives or somebody else's life being in danger, I have some ethics and, and moral responsibility to, to help them get action. Mm. So it's easy for me. It's more difficult when it's a friend. And I think that um, I can absolutely empathize with the frustration of a friend that says, let's go. Why are you not going? Let's go. Let's go. Because in many ways, that's what love is. So I also would probably be curious around wanting to discuss with that friend why they might have ambivalence or reluctance or resistance. So it's not just the sharing of the difficult situation. There may be an engagement if they can share why it is that they might be finding it difficult to go. Um, because oftentimes, especially people who 
are finding themselves victims in relationships have a huge dilemma um, to deal with, which is why they're there. Very few people want to stay in something that is detrimental and destructive for them. And so when they do, we need to really help them explore um, why it is that they want to be there. And oftentimes the power dynamics that we know very well of, um, especially in a patriarchal society, makes it very difficult to be liberated from that. The one last thing um, to add to that, Mesh, mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. to also help your friend, engage, you know, help the person, help the friend, engage what it is inside of them that might be indulging this destructive behavior. And sometimes we as people, as friends of ours, don't quite know until we get to know that A, this is no good, and B, why would I be putting up with no good? What What is it that might be conscious, unconscious, learned behavior or circumstances that we may need to also know in order to really have perspective and hopefully to really help this friend? Mm. I like the fact that you use the, the word help. If yeah. I don't share, what else can I do that could be helpful to my friend who's going through struggles? Well, that's it exactly. And in fact, I think, I think you're putting it much more succinctly than, than me, which is the fact that often, you know, there, there may not all, only be a binary option of reporting it or not right now. Mm. There may be a, a lot of other options. You know, how do I maybe help keep you safe then? How do I help you um, um, stay in a place both in, in the psyche, but also in reality, that is not going to be harmful or even fatal to you, maybe until you have enough place and space to think things through? And I think we really need to appreciate that. Now, when it comes to persuading our friend to seek help, is there, is there, is there something like, hey, you're doing too much now, Smash. You are forcing issues here. This person is not budging. Um, could, could that be detrimental to them as a friend? Or does that also now impact our relationship at large? I think it will impact your relationship. And, and it's so tricky because there, there's certain truths. One of them is that in reality, we're all independent individuals in the world. And I think that that's a hard thing to appreciate when you love somebody um, um, dearly, you know, is is the recognition of your own limitations um, and where their uh, human self begins and ends. I think the second one is um, to know that it's a process. You know, getting help is a process. And it's not just a process when you're sitting in front of a professional it might be a process to get to sit in front of a professional. Mm. And to that extent, these conversations are not one, one source, and they should not be. You, know? you may find yourself needing to have uh, what I call a series of conversations, which may have seasons inside of them, actually, in order to, to get your friend help or to allow them, them to get help. And, and that's very important. And then I think the, the third and last thing is um, what help can be gotten when is very important to appreciate. Not everybody can get all of the help um, immediately afterwards. It may be that there's an experience that help was helpful, which builds in and of itself, and then the momentum might eventually allow you and your friend to, to get in front of the right professional. So really that last point is to say, meet your friend where they are. They may um, need some time, and that was my second point. Um, and then the third point is really recognize your limitations too. And last but not least, you have to uh, remind us real quick, um, uh, just going in these conversations without judgment, uh, without shame, and also family members or friends alike not having the spirit of giving up on our friend who we know 
needs help, but yet they haven't come out? Because you spoke about the process. How, yes. how do we encourage those who are seeing all of this happen not to be judgeful, uh, or, or, or shameful towards their loved ones and not to give up on them. Is there such a thing or is it a pipe dream? I think so. And I think oftentimes we, you know, the, 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 the really we, we could have a conversation in and of itself around the process to getting into the process. Mm. It's a process to get into a process. And, and, and that process can be arduous and long and, and, and frustrating and it needs patience. The second thing to say there is to be kind and compassionate to yourself and another um, in, in, in many ways. And, and the kindness and compassion to yourself might be to know that today I'm exhausted and I'll try tomorrow um, and, and so on and so forth. So it's so difficult when a lot of people become frustrated and become frustrating when they experience their friend as, frust- as frustrating. So oftentimes you will see a pattern in behavior which actually is, is is laid down in generations where a person gets angry and hurtful to a person who was already hurt. Um, mm. So it, it's kind of that, as you were saying, judgmental or impatient voice, which has a lot of love in it, but actually isn't loving that says, why do you not want to do this? And do this right now. Can you not see? Is that actually now you are really um, hurting the hurt person. Mm. And mm. To, to really catch your own frustrations and so on and so forth and to listen to them so that not to act on them might be so important. And if you need to retreat in order to come back, you might need to retreat in order to come back. And it's not about you. Absolutely. That's yeah. the big, big part. Zamo, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate your insight. And I uh, know there's load shedding. I was worried that we're not going to get a hold of you. But uh, look at us. We did the right thing, man. Uh, thank you so much for having me. What a great conversation. It's always a pleasure to speak. I'll speak with you soon. And also, the author that you started with, what's her name again? Esther Peral. So um, I'll text it to you and maybe you can put it up. All right, cool. Thank you so awesome. much for that. I appreciate right. you. Five nights with Smash Africa. Smash Africa.